Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Metro News This Morning, bringing you this morning's biggest news headlines from across the state. Good morning. It is Thursday, July 7th, 2022, and this is Metro News This Morning on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. Good morning to you. I'm Jeff Jenkins. we got lots of information for you over the next 15 minutes. Kerry Hudasek will have an update from the Metro News Anchor Desk. Governor Jim Justice proposing a tax cut and the Hope Scholarship Program has been struck down. Carrie will have those two stories and more. Kyle Wiggs will check sports as we continue to look at how high school basketball teams are getting training in during the summer. Kyle will have those stories. And Hoppy Kirchhoff will be by with his morning commentary. This is Metro News This Morning. It's a Thursday morning, July 7th, 2022. I'm Jeff Jenkins. Let's go to the Metro News Anchor Desk. Here's Carrie Hudasek. Good morning, Jeff. State lawmakers will meet in special session to consider a proposal by Governor Jim Justice to reduce the personal income tax by 10%. This will be a permanent reduction in the state income tax, or the state personal personal income tax. We want to provide West Virginians with a permanent tax cut for permanent relief and not tempor- not a temporary stimulus. Justice made the announcement Wednesday at the state capitol after celebrating more than $1.3 billion in revenue collections that came in ahead of estimates for the 2022 fiscal year. The Hope Scholarship will no longer be accepting students now that a Kanawha County Circuit judge has ruled the program unconstitutional. Judge Joanna Tabbitt struck down the program on Wednesday, saying it would hurt public education by using state funds to pay for things like tuition, tutoring, or even transportation for students leaving public schools. In my view, the Hope Scholarship program provides a financial incentive to students enrolled in public schools to leave the public education system further negatively affecting the public school resources. Senate Minority Leader Stephen Baldwin says Senate Democrats predicted this outcome. That was the argument we made at the time, that this was just, it went too far. And uh, now we're seeing the results of that. Kanawha County Delegate Larry Pack says debate over the scholarship, scholarship though, isn't over. I hope that uh, we'll be able to address the judge's concerns uh, quite quickly. The program was approved by the legislature last year. More than 3,000 students have already been accepted into the program. A man is dead after being shot by police just off the Bradley exit of U.S. Route 19 near the Crossroads Mall in Raleigh County. Cell phone video from the scene Wednesday morning shows a man with what appears to be a handgun pointed to his head several times as police pursued him on foot. He then turns around and is shot multiple times. Here's what it sounded like. Police say the man stole a vehicle in the area before that and refused to stop for officers. The man's identity has not been released. 
A former state police trooper is charged for driving drunk. 26-year-old Keja Tenney faces an aggravated DUI charge after blowing a .377 on a breathalyzer test. The legal limit is .08. Tenney was allegedly driving drunk in her cruiser on duty near Elkins when she got into a wreck last Friday. State police say she is no longer a state police trooper. A member of the West Virginia National Guard is admitting to her actions at the U.S. Capitol on January 6, 2021. Jamie Lynn Ferguson took part in the insurrection at the U.S. Capitol. Ferguson staying in court, she did walk around the Capitol building that day as protesters stopped Congress as it tried to certify the 2020 presidential election. Ferguson pleading guilty to a misdemeanor federal charge related to her actions. A sentencing hearing has been set for November 3rd. Ferguson has been living in Collinsville, Virginia. The National Guard previously confirmed Ferguson is a technical sergeant and a part-time drill status guardsman assigned to the West Virginia Air National Guard. I'm Alex Thomas, WVMetroNews.com. A Nicholas County woman has been indicted by a federal grand jury for buying a firearm for a man shot and killed by deputies last month. 41-year-old Melanie Claude Felter of Somersville bought a rifle for 36-year-old Richie Holcomb last November, but it's unclear if that rifle was used in the June 3rd shootout in Birch River that also claimed the life of Deputy Tom Baker. Claude Felter faces up to 10 years in prison if convicted. West Virginia University Police Chief Sherry St. Clair says she believes bomb threats that were made to the Morgantown campus and several other college campuses this week were all connected. I think it was one person. We have listened to the Marion County one. It sounds exactly like the one we have along the same lines of wording, voice, everything else. Um, I think it was someone just trying to cause havoc. A suspect has not been identified. The FBI is among the agencies now investigating. The leader of Cabell County EMS says he's disappointed residents in his county won't receive funding from the federal government in response to the May 6th flood. Director Gordon Mary says he agrees with the governor in appealing the decision. We need to do everything humanly possible to try to get these people help. This this flood was something, and I've lived here all my life, we've never had flooding like this. A presidential disaster declaration was denied this week for Cabell, Putnam, and Roan counties. The storm left more than 100 homes damaged and resulted in the death of a man in Milton. Active COVID-19 cases in West Virginia still remain above the 2,000 mark. We'll hear the latest when Governor Jim Justice holds a coronavirus media briefing at 11 this morning. You can watch it live at WVMetroNews.com. And some West Virginians are waking up in the dark this morning following thunderstorms Wednesday that knocked out power, mostly in Kanawha, Fayette, and Lincoln counties. At this hour, Appalachian Power Company is reporting more than 6,300 customers are without power in the state. Thanks, Carrie. Coming up in our background, we'll hear more from Governor Jim Justice about that proposal to reduce the personal income tax. He made that announcement yesterday. We'll hear from him coming up in our background. Kyle Wiggs has sports. We've got the preseason Big 12 team, a couple of Mountaineers on that team. We'll talk to Kyle also. That's coming up. Stay tuned. Metro News is West Virginia's source for the most comprehensive news coverage. Once again awarded in 2022 with five regional Edward R. Murrow Awards for Best Newscast, Best News Series, Best Continuing Coverage, and the prestigious award for Overall Excellence, plus the award for Best Digital News Coverage for WVMetroNews.com. This year's awards bring the total regional awards to 35. Award-winning news and sports coverage across West Virginia is always here on Metro News. The voice 
voice of West Virginia. Weekdays at 3 on Hotline, we talk about what you're talking about in sports, popular culture, tech, and more. We pepper our daily lineup with renowned local and national guests with authoritative perspectives on a wide variety of topics from high school sports to Hollywood and the financial markets. Every day, Coop and I have irreverent discussions with you using texts and tweets, plus our exclusive content like the question of the day in or out in Beer Friday. Metro News Hotline, weekdays on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. Kyle Wiggs will check sports coming up. First, though, in our backgrounder this morning, Governor Jim Justice launching a campaign to reduce personal income taxes. The governor announcing that proposal Wednesday. It includes reducing taxes by 10%. It comes after the state ended the fiscal year with surplus collections of $1.3 billion. We hear from the governor in this morning's backgrounder. It will have different levels of tiering, and we'll try to make it as fair as we can possibly make it, remembering that absolutely we want, we want real job creators to bring more and more opportunities to the folks of West Virginia. And to do that, we just can't ignore the people on the higher ends because we are trying to attract them to bring their businesses here. We're going to make it retroactive to January, January for the past January 1st, 2022. This will be a permanent reduction in the state income tax or the state personal personal income tax. We want to provide West Virginians with a permanent tax cut for permanent relief and not tempor- not a temporary stimulus. I will call a special session this month to coincide with the July interims and ask the legislature to pass a bill that I propose will get all of this and achieve all this and get all this done. I'm very, very hopeful that we will absolutely lay aside our differences and pass a bill basically that will get $254 million back into the hands of the people of West Virginia. We have the money to do it. Governor Jim Justice, and you can read more at WVMetroNews.com. Kyle Wiggs with a sports update, and Kyle, it's not too early, obviously, to talk about some preseason teams, and Mount there's pretty well represented yeah. on the Big 12 team. They are, actually. They had four players chosen by media members who cover the Big 12 for the preseason all-Big 12 team. You have defensive lineman Dante Stills, who was a first-team selection postseason last year, so that's a natural. Stills with 19 career sacks. Also, offensive lineman Zach Frazier on the team, Kicker Casey Legg, all three of those individuals are West Virginia natives, of course, and defensive back Charles Woods selected for the team. So four Mountaineers, a total of 29 players were picked for the preseason team, 13 on offense, 13 on defense, three on special teams. Kansas State had the most players on the preseason team with six. Baylor had five. Then you've got West Virginia and Iowa State getting four each. Texas had three. The only Oklahoma selection was punter. Michael Turk. So the Mountaineers with four on that Big 12 preseason all-conference team. The Big 12 preseason media poll scheduled to be released today. Big 12 media days are scheduled for next week in Texas. Another very nice honor for Jefferson head baseball coach John Lowry. He's one of six inductees in this year's class for the American Baseball Coaches Association Hall of Fame. He'll be enshrined coming up in January 
in Nashville. Lowry is the winningest coach in West Virginia high school sports history, a career record of 1,392 wins, 361 losses, and he's been the coach at Jefferson for 50 seasons. He's already a member of the West Virginia Baseball Coaches Association Hall of Fame and the National High School Baseball Coaches Association Hall of Fame. Marshall's ballpark one step closer to getting developed. Huntington's Municipal Development Authority agreed to donate nearly four acres of land for that baseball stadium. The university must acquire an additional four acres in order to have the needed project space. Yankees beat the Pirates 16-0. Mets over the Reds 8-3. Thanks, Kyle. You can check the latest in high school sports and other sports developments from across the state of West Virginia at our website, wvmetronews.com. Metro News Statewide Sports Line tonight across the state and online at our website at 6.06 this evening. This is Metro News This Morning for Thursday, July 7, 2022. I'm Jeff Jenkins on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia, and the voice of Metro News is Hoppy Kirchival. Jeff, the attempt to make West Virginia a national leader in school choice has hit a legal roadblock. Canal County Circuit Court Judge Joanna Tabbitt on Wednesday blocked the state's implementation of the HOPE Scholarship. The state legislature created the HOPE Scholarship program in 2021 to allocate state money to help parents send their children to private schools. More than 3,000 students have been awarded the first scholarships and were scheduled to start classes this fall. The judge said, In my view, the legislature has violated its constitutional obligations regarding public education by enacting House Bill 2013 for the HOPE Scholarship Fund. Tabbitt was referencing Article 12 of the state constitution, which reads, The legislature shall provide by general law for a thorough and efficient system of free schools. In fact, the section of the constitution dealing with public education uses the word free ten times. The document further requires that public funds shall be used to pay for these free schools. Those who challenge the HOPE scholarship contend the state's allocation of public funds for private schools exceeds the mandate by the Constitution. Now, the supporters of the law will appeal the decision to the state Supreme Court. And West Virginia Attorney General Patrick Morrissey is anxious to make the state's case. He said, we will appeal because this is an important law that provides parents greater freedom to choose how to educate their children. Perhaps the argument will rest on the definition of the word free. The state Supreme Court is going to have to dig deep on this one to try to sort out the intent of West Virginia's framers when they wrote Article 12 of the Constitution. Opponents of the law believe that free schools means public schools, since students are not charged tuition. If that's the case, state funds, regardless of the source, cannot be diverted to private schools. However, it can also be argued that if state funds are used to pay for private education, then the student is essentially attending a school at no cost to them, thus meeting the constitutional requirement of a free education. A Gallup poll last year found that a majority of those questioned, 54%, are dissatisfied with the quality of education students receive in K-12. through And states are responding by offering parents educational opportunities beyond traditional public schools. Now, the public school system is an important institution in our country. It's an egalitarian system that, at least in theory, gives all students a chance to be informed and become productive members of society. Of course, it has significant shortcomings. For example, in West Virginia, test scores are poor, and hundreds of classes are taught by teachers not certified in the appropriate discipline. 
The 3,100 students who've qualified for the HOPE Scholarship demonstrate that many parents want more for their education dollar. However, the will of the people, as reflected by the creation of the scholarship by the legislature, must also comply with the state constitution. That is a concept worthy of instruction in public and private schools. Jeff? Thanks, Hop. Don't forget, the newsmakers of the day will be on Metro News Talk Line this morning, beginning at 10.06, heard on many radio stations across the state, and you can watch it online at wvmetronews.com. This is Metro News This Morning for Thursday, July 7th, 2022. Let's take a look at that weather forecast across the state of West Virginia. Of course, we had some storms fire up again late yesterday afternoon, causing some damages. And there are some power outages this morning in southern West Virginia. Just about 6,000 customers without power to start the day for Appalachian Power Company. And it looks like there's a chance for more storms today, but that chance is decreased from yesterday. Still muggy conditions, though. Temperatures in the 80s in many areas. Follow the news of the day at our website, wvmetronews.com. For Kerry Hudasek, Kyle Wiggs, and Hoppy Kerchival, I'm Jeff Jenkins. Have a great day. Metro News This Morning is an exclusive production of the Metro News Radio Network. All rights reserved.